Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Time now for the Coors Light Louisville Women's Basketball Postgame Show, right here on ESPN Louisville. Cards Basketball is also presented by UofL Health, making the impossible possible. That's the power of you. Kelly Jobs, the employment solution expert. KellyJobs.com. Bear Nose Pizza. Yeah, it's that good. Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors. Louisville's Neighborhood Liquor Store, UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsky.com and Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Skull and Chrissy Banta. Welcome into the U of L Women's Basketball Postgame Show. I am your host, Dave Skull. Joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Chrissy Banta. We are going to try to bring the energy in this postgame show that UofL did not bring in the second half today <laughs> as they fell to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in South Bend, 74-58. to Chrissy, this was the tale of two... And we're having a minor technical difficulties. We'll take a quick break momentarily. Oh, they got Dave back. Now, let's go. We good, Spencer? Yeah, we are live on air. Sorry, these technical difficulties... Down at Noble Fumpet. Dave, take it away, man. 81-50-93-9 is the call-in number. 38-31-93-9 is the UPS Jobs text number. Uh, it was a tale of two halves today, Chrissy. Take it away. How did you feel about this? <laughs> what, what, are your, what are your initial reactions? Uh, you know, toward the end of the first half, we made a point to chat about how you couldn't let Hildago and Citrone get away with this one, and they came out in the third quarter. That's exactly what happened. The wheels absolutely fell off for this Louisville team, um, and they just couldn't seem to get it back together. Uh, they looked pretty decent in the first half. They were taking care of the ball. Um, in the second half, you know, they were, what, two for 17 in the third quarter, and they just couldn't find their way back from that, and that that's pretty much the summary of how they lost this game in short. Yeah, Louisville made two field goals in the third quarter. Notre, Notre Dame, Dame missed, missed two. two. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. – but the thing is, the first half, they came out and fought. You know, I hate to – not to bring everybody bad memories of Kenny Payne. <laughs> they fought hard in the first half. This is the women's show. <laughs> oh, I know. Trust me. You don't have to tell me that. That's the know. second fight you've said today, Dave. I know. We've just got to tell Justin that. It's amazing. Yeah, we did. Um <laughs> But they, they brought the energy and um, the tenacity in the first half that you need. I mean, they, they made things really difficult for Notre Dame on the offensive side of the ball, offensive end of the court. Um, you know, they made them work for shots. There were a couple open looks, but generally speaking, they really made uh, – I mean, they, they neutralized Hidalgo. Uh, they were playing pretty well against the bigs down low, and uh, their rebounding was about equal, but they were – they were limiting Notre Dame's second chance points. Like everything that we needed to do, and they were hitting timely baskets. Uh, running their offense, as Jeff Falls pointed out in the postgame um, you know, interview with Nick Curran, like that's, that's what we saw in the first half was them playing Louisville basketball and, and working for good shots. And like that's the thing. Like people oftentimes just look at the raw numbers and like, well, they shot 8 of 15 from the three-point line. What a great day. But like generally speaking – that doesn't happen on accident, you know. Right. And, and oftentimes, if you're getting shots in the flow of the offense, you're much more likely to make it. Not just because they're more open, but because it just, you know, there's a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get open shots and you take the right shots instead of hurrying that early in the in the shot clock or or taking a challenge jumper. You know, and, and just 
shot selection in the second half, and, and they weren't working that offense. They weren't working hard for shots. They weren't getting open looks, you know, and, and they were going one and done. You know, we weren't getting those offensive rebounds, and it didn't hurt. Well, it didn't help us. It didn't hurt Notre Dame that they could not miss a shot in that third quarter. But a lot of them were open, and they were in the. We let them get into a rhythm, let Sonia Citrone go off, which is something we did so well a couple weeks ago, neutralizing Sonia Citrone, the exact type of player that has killed us in the past, that killed us last season, because we didn't have those bigger wings that could defend her. We did such a good job of neutralizing her a couple weeks ago in the Yum Center, and just let her take us apart in the third quarter today. Yeah, I mean you're talking not just with Sonia Citrone, but Hannah Hidalgo, mm. eight points in the first half. Then we gave up 18 to her in the second. They were doing a really good job. And this is something else we've touched on before. You can allow one of them to have their day because they're two extremely talented players who are going to get their points. They're going to get their time. They're going to get the shots they want. It's allowing both of them to have a day that you can't really do. And that's the Louisville defense just didn't do a good job of neutralizing Either or today. And not just that, I thought uh, Watson and Westbell did a good job down yeah. low. And, yeah. and players that that Olivia and Nyla uh, did a good, really good job in Aleph of neutralizing last time we played. Like, it just felt like. Which was something we talked in depth about after the first Notre Dame game was how well they did neutralizing those players. Everybody but Hannah like They, they made sure that exactly. nobody else was going to kill them that Exactly. Day. And it just felt like night and day between the first Notre Dame game and this Notre Dame game. Especially the second half. Like yeah. it, it, what I was yeah. telling you in mid-game was, or mid-third quarter, I should say, is it just felt like the UConn game to me. I mean, some people say, yeah. well, it felt like Virginia Tech. And I said, no, really, for me, it felt like UConn, mm-hmm. where Virginia Tech, they got out to that like 12 to 15-point lead and just never yeah. gave it back after the first quarter, at the end of the first quarter. With UConn, we played a really good half of basketball, and then the second half just got blown off the court, and that's what it felt like tonight. You know, we we controlled the first half, and we played within ourselves while playing with with tenacity and aggression, but didn't make the stupid mistakes, didn't turn the ball over. Um, And then the second half, we just... It just all fell downhill. Again, 8150939 if you want to get in here. Spencer, let me know if we get any phone calls uh, since I don't have anything in front of me. Uh, 3831939 is UPS Jobs text line. Somebody do a wellness check on Lawrence. I was figuring he would be on hold by now. <laughs> I thought for sure he'd be on hold by now. Um, Since he's Mike, getting you a chance to get in. Yeah, Mike Watson came out and watched the game with us today, and uh, <laughs> he pulled me aside in the fourth quarter. We were both over here by the bar, and he said, just so you know, I'm not going to call in today. Yeah, he told me that too. And I yeah. said, buddy, I understand. And he said, I'm sure some people will. He said, I'm sure you'll hear from Lawrence today. And I said, Lawrence is probably already waiting on us over there. Yeah, Lawrence, tell us he's so upset. Lawrence remains on hold at he all does. times. He and we sure love does. him for it. We he gets do. in there and he, he gives his takes and he comes strong every time. Every single time. Like, look. There were some, some bad no-calls today, but nothing about the officiating had anything to do with us getting blown off the court no, in the second half. No, the You get beat by 16, it, and you get beat by 23 and a half. Not to get, get jelly. No, it's not. Fine. It's not officiating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the officiating is what it is at this point. You know what to expect out of them. But there's you can't blame this loss on officiating. Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. No, no, not even the tiniest bit. So – I feel like the, the talking point at this point, like obviously let's talk about the implications real, real quick before we move on. We are the fifth seed in the ACC tournament. Yeah. Um, there is no, like that's that's locked in. We don't know exactly who we're going to play that day. Uh, obviously there's first round games to go through, but it'll be the winner of the 12-13 game, which is going to be some combination of Boston College, Clemson, and I forget the other one that's in that group. It's Boston College, Clemson, and um, – Regular Virginia. I don't know. Not my. Is it Virginia? He said regular. That's regular. What, yeah, that's what Nick yeah. was saying on the broadcast. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I was trying to remember because he had just gone over it before the end of the game. <laughs> that's great. Regular Virginia. Where's Diet Virginia? No, just regular Virginia. All please. right. So here you uh, go. They've got. Yeah, they've got this updated. So you got the seating updated? Yeah. Let's take a look at it real updated. quick before we move on. Um, let's see. So not regular Virginia. <laughs> got the one. Yeah, Pepsi regu- Clear, your Virginia Tech. Regular Virginia got the eleven. <laughs> the one. <laughs> so as far as let's just all right. Implications for us: we're the five seed. Yeah, go back up a little bit. Sorry. Um, 
Notre Dame is the four seed. And then the second round game will be either uh, Virginia, Clemson, or Boston College. They haven't locked in those seeds all the way yet. Um, and then we'd, we'd play, obviously, Notre Dame if we were to win that game. Uh, and then you win that game, you're in the – Yeah. You're – you're there. You're in the you're in the semi. So it, it's a um, big time implications. We don't get the double bye. Uh, our chance of hosting an NCAA tournament game are pretty much gone. Yeah. Uh, there may be an outside shot if we win the ACC tournament and do so by beating Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, NC State. NC State. Like if that's if that's the three game run you go on to win. Well, four game, but if those are the three teams you beat in the quarters, semis, and finals, then, yeah, that's the type of boost that might still sure. shoot Maybe. you up to two seed lines, really. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens if you win conference tournaments. But that's hitting an inside straight right now. I mean, our, our really, we had a chance to, if we beat Virginia in the game we should never have lost, we would have had a double bye. You know, if we beat, if we won today, you know, if we didn't uh, cough away the Syracuse game, really, if you even put this game aside because we lost by 16, mm-hmm. If we beat Syracuse at Syracuse, and we know what happened at the end of that game, it got stolen away from us, but we shouldn't have given away We a, shouldn't a nine have been in a lead. position that it came down to that call. Exactly. You don't put yourself in a position where an official can go, oh, can take the game from you. You know, when you're up by nine with uh, – or 13 with nine minutes left or whatever it was, nine with four minutes right. left, you can't, you can't give up that lead. So we beat Syracuse and Virginia. We've got a double bye. And we're in a better position. We're probably a five or four right now, and we're looking at possibly still hosting a an NCAA yeah. tournament game or, or a couple of games. This is these are the things that you can't do. Those are the games you can't drop. And traditionally, we haven't dropped games to the middle of the ACC or the bottom of the ACC. And, and again, the ACC is an incredibly deep conference. Nine tournament teams. You know, we've got a lot of quality wins, but with that comes vulnerability. You know, and sure. and and you have to you have to come in week in week out, game in and game out, and put up that that one hundred percent effort. And you certainly can't lose to the eleventh place team in the absolutely ACC. not, and one hundred one hundred and ten percent effort really because you can't not take care of the ball yeah. and not play good defense. I mean, even Jeff Walls will come out and tell you defensively this team has not has been subpar all year, all year, um, and. You've really seen the effects of that play out late in the season when it came down to this game today, deciding their fate on whether or not they were going to double by or yeah. whether or not they were going to be able to host first-round games in the NCAA tournament, which is something historically we've been used to seeing them do. And that plays a big part, you know, getting to play your home court for NCAA tournament games. What was the, I don't know. Was a I think loud crash. That sounded like a dragon or something. It was weird. Loud crash. But the worst weird. part about that was that at halftime we had played 60 straight minutes of good defense. Yep. You know, between the Florida State game on Thursday and the first half of Notre Dame, we played 60 minutes of, of challenge basketball where they weren't getting easy shots. We were making them work for everything, which feeds – both sides of the court where you're making them work for everything on the offensive end. They get tired. They have to work harder. Maybe you get something easier on the defensive end, like on the offensive end. Like that's, that's the, the beauty of it. It's all complimentary basketball, yeah. and it, and it, and it just plays, disappeared in the third it, quarter. It did, and that plays into what I said um, when we were watching the game mm-hmm. in the third quarter is they let Notre Dame get ahead just enough that they made it hard for themselves to have to fight back in the fourth quarter. And they never were able to fully fight back to get this win. And it just it felt like the wheels fell off in the second half. And I'll be bothered about it for a while. Yeah. They just did such a good job in the first half of playing a good defensive game and taking care of the ball the way they needed to. Um, and then just they were a different team in the second half. 81-50, if you want to get in here. Um, again, Spencer, let us know if anybody's on hold. 38-31-939 is the UPS Jobs text line. Who is it? We have Joanne up first today. Oh, okay. Joanne, welcome into the U of L Women's Basketball Post Game Show. How are you today? Oh, Chrissy, Dave, jo- I can't tell you how much hey. I regret not being at the watch party today because I needed a lot of good draft beer to get through that second half. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we missed you today, Joanne. Uh, 
<laughs> well, I missed you guys, but oh. All right, the real burning question in my mind after watching that entire game is, did ESPN somehow tap into the Notre Dame feed? Because I swear, they just <laughs> talked about Notre Dame the entire time. You wouldn't have known Louisville was yeah. playing. It was That just like added insult to injury. So, and of course, I'm upset because we lost, so I'm going to complain about either the call or the officials or both, but it just has <laughs> to be tradition. Said. <laughs> they say we don't have traditions here. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but the only thing I could say about the game is I thought in the first half, one of the things that we did on offense that really worked was getting the ball to Olivia in the high post. And then yeah. letting her do some creation off the dribble because she had an advantage over Notre Dame's two bigs. And I don't know if Notre Dame just you know prevented us from doing that, or we just didn't you know see that as an effective thing to do when they kind of switched into his own. But I just thought Olivia could have really you know been a help there especially maybe to draw some fouls, although, again, the officials weren't really calling very many fouls on Notre Dame's pigs. They weren't. Yeah, they weren't. So, Joanne, anyway, I appreciate call, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, just a tough end of the season, but uh, let's, yeah. let's hope they get, uh, you know, get the mojo back for the tournament and they can go on and do some damage both in the ACC and the NCAA. Well, the good news is we get, as long as we win our first round matchup or second round matchup, you call it, uh, we'll get another shot at Notre Dame. So there's always always another one with the with the ACC conference turning, tournament coming up. But we appreciate it, Joanne, and uh, keep your uh, keep your eyes on the Twitter timeline. Hopefully, we'll have another watch party at Noble Funk either for the ACC tournament or the NCAA tournament, whatever we can we can work out there. But yeah, look, there is a certain love affair with. No- and I think we're having a little bit more technical difficulties. We'll take a, just a brief break, try to get reset with Dave and Chrissy down the line, and we'll be right back on the Women's Bachelor Postgame Show. Welcome back into the U of L Women's Postgame Show. Uh, sorry about that. We had to take a quick break. Um, but, yeah, to Joanne's point, look, there is always a love affair with Notre Dame and women's basketball coverage in the ACC Network. There is. It's fine. We, we, we deal with it. Um, and obviously it's going to be compounded when we have a second half like we had, and it's just a Notre Dame love fest. Was It should be Yeah. at that point. I mean, why would they say anything positive about us in the second <laughs> half? We didn't do anything I good. Mean, I, yeah, this Louisville team could have gone into South Bend undefeated, and it still would have been a Notre Dame love affair because that's just how it is. It's how We're it's always be been. It's it. how it's always going to be. Um, they sacrificed enough scarves to – to get that from ESPN. <laughs> to the Muffet statue. Yeah, to the Muffet statue. <laughs> Look, to her other point, um, she's right. Olivia in the high post was creating in yeah. the first half. Uh, our bigs are more athletic than Watson and Westbelt. Like, we are more athletic at the four and five, you know, with, with our starters, with Olivia and Nyla. And we took advantage of that in the first game. In the first half, I thought Olivia did a good job in, in the high post and underneath. Nyla had some nice uh, second chance points, yeah. but we they both disappeared in the second half. We didn't think about them. They didn't. The they didn't half. run offense. Like they 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 panicked. They didn't have those developing plays, and like they didn't know what to do with that zone. Like it, it just the whole thing was so reminiscent of the UConn game for me, and just with a, a team that was cooking on the offensive end and. Something that we couldn't stop defensively, and we couldn't get a, a rhythm yeah. going offensively, and it just looked like the invasion of the body snatchers at that point. It looked like I, a completely different team in the second Yeah, half. and I understand we don't have an alpha. We haven't had an alpha all year. That's something we've been very well aware of, it's something we've talked about and harped on. But we have six or seven players on this team who could go out and score 15 or 20 points on yeah. any given night. So, no, we don't have that one that's going to go out there and get get the shots they need when we need buckets. But we have a handful of people that we can depend on to get buckets and play good offense, and not one of those players showed up today. We're talking we had one player in double-digit scoring today, and barely. Yeah, Sydney. Sid had 11 points today. And, you know, I thought as far as that goes – in the first half, um, 
Nina was really doing a good job. She was doing the best job running that team. Today. Oh yeah. yeah. And I thought she her decision making was good. She was she knew when to stop and and pull up. She knew when to take it all the way to the rim. She knew when to look for her teammates. Like she was doing a really good job of of attacking Notre Dame and that straight line drive to the rim was really hard for them to defend. You know, they don't have overly athletic bigs. Um they're good. I mean, Watson and and Westbelt are good, but they're they're not overly athletic, and, and Nina was causing problems for that. And just not even that was working in the third quarter, and we were we were panicking, panicking, they taking hurried shots, so many shots, taking bad coverage shots, bad shot selection, not working your offense, like the whole thing. I just it was a all systems failure in that third quarter, and I feel like the biggest takeaway for us at this point is why asking ourselves why is this team so susceptible to these runs? Because it's happened multiple times this year, whether we have a lead, whether we're in a tight game, if we're playing a, a, a team on our level or better, like somebody who's a peer program, we're one of the best teams in the country, we, and sometimes not even them, sometimes just average ACC teams, which are good, we are susceptible to these big runs. I feel like it's a combination of factors, Chrissy, where it's, we're susceptible to turnovers. We always have been, and turnovers are our comeback fuel. That's what they are. Yes. Um, and we don't have that, that alpha, which we've talked about all year, where balanced scoring is a blessing and a curse, where you can't just shut down, you know, <coughs> one alpha dog and, and the wheels come off the, the wagon for us. Like, we, we can get you from six or seven different places. Yeah. But we also don't have that person that, takes control when we're struggling and just gets a bucket, you know, where we where we have one made field goal at one point in the third quarter with like three minutes left in the in the, in the quarter, and they're on a 17-2 to two run or whatever, end up being 30-10 to 10 in the quarter, and we just can't stop the bleeding. Yep. And that was something when we had past teams with players like Dana Evans, and I'll go on and say it, and people can hate me for it, I don't care, at times Haley Van Lith was very good time, at yeah. – Especially in March. Good yeah, God. yeah. You know, she was, uh, she's a killer at the end of the year. We all acknowledge that. She yeah, had issues absolutely. last year where she would take – she would do too much. She would do too much in the regular season. She was a detriment oftentimes during the regular season last year. But there's no denying that that woman is a killer when it comes Definitely. to March. She was exactly that alpha that we needed yes. in the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that we're used to seeing out of a lot of Louisville teams that we just don't have this year. And – Days like today are when you really need a shooter like that who's going to go in and take over and get the shots that you need um, to to erase that deficit a little bit and get the team back on track and bring that leadership out there and snap them back into place and say, hey, we're we're going to run this offense and we're going to do it well. Carito, we'll, we'll be uh, we'll get to you in just a second, but I think Sydney Taylor and Kiki Jefferson are, the, are those that women that could be that on this team, and at Absolutely. times like they're their hibachi scores like they can really get hot and put up you know 10 15 points in a short amount of time um but it hasn't been game in and game out we don't have that consistent killer uh 81 9 is the phone number 38 31 9 is ups jobs text line corito welcome into the U of O women's post game show how you doing man uh, I've had better days, Biscuit. I've had better days. <laughs> yeah, you and I both, what's, buddy. What's up, Biscuit? What's up, Banna? Um, hey, hey. Not much, oh, man. Good to hear from you. So, all right, so random, random, random note. I know it's just, you know, out, out of the blue. But last Sunday, like, my daughter had a little performance at a church, and we went, and, and then after that, we went to a hibachi. And we went to the hibachi, <laughs> and they're watching TV, and guess what's on TV? LSU versus Tennessee. And I'm like, hey, Oof. baby. I was like, look, you see who that is on, on, on LSU? Number, number, what is her name? 11, 10, 11. She was like, who is that? I was like, that, that's, that's HBL. She's like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> she transferred. She's like, she don't look she don't look right without red and black. I was like, I know, baby. I know. <laughs> I said, but things happen. That's the way the world works. So, and all in all, what I'm saying is, we we don't have that alpha, and I have no problem with it. Nobody has a problem with it when we're winning, right. but when we lose, everyone's like, "Oh, we don't have this, we don't have that." I'm like, "Yeah, Jeff yeah. has the pieces." They're like, we don't have bigs. It's like we got Nyla and we've got Olivia and we've got a red shirt on the bench who's six five. 
I'm like, who is significantly taller than Liv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I'm like, like, don't panic. I, I count this pretty much as a bridge year to me. And a bridge year having 22 wins is not that bad. No, I'm not trying to civil line it. But um, I think with Jeff's program, like, you, you, you can have, you know, uh, one or two transfers that come and make an immediate impact, uh, a la, you know, uh, uh, Emily Ainsley, you know. But when you've got this many um, in, uh, 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 transfers, it's hard to instill that 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 dog that Walls puts in his that puts in his players. Sometimes you just have to have it, and sometimes we yeah. see it between Kiki. Sometimes we see it with Sydney. Like Sydney's been on a tear. When a loss, like she's she's been averaging twenty points. I mean, it happens. But I've noticed, like when I play that. When we um when we go into the paint and try to do the outlet pass to the perimeter, we get a lot of turnovers. And the thing is, we're the team yeah. that likes to turn people over. I don't know if this team is because of the lack of experience, but I feel like that they I don't feel like they fully grasp the the impact of playing defense creates offense. You don't always have to be on the offensive. You you have to play defense. Whether you're down Five or you're up 20. You have to play defense, and it creates the easy buckets and transition buckets for us, and that's what we do. The third quarter has, has – has, uh, the third quarter used to be a cardinal, a women's cardinal staple where we were just drag teams, and we'd go on like 31 to 5 runs, and now it's happening to us, and now we don't know how to react to it because I feel like when this team gets punched in the mouth, they don't have anybody to look to. Um, but – I feel like Jeff can – if anybody can work it out, Jeff can work it out, and nobody has a longer leash than Jeff in Louisville sports. So I'm going to tell all the people, all the casuals, back up off Jeff, yeah. let him do his thing, and he'll get it done. <laughs> Appreciate the call, Carrillo. Absolutely. I, I think just to touch on a couple of things he said, um, the first being I think – when we look at a loss like this, there are many people who are overlooking the fact that this team still has over 20 wins this season. Well, yeah, they're a top 25 team. Sure. This team is not a bad team. It's a better team than last year's regular season. It is a better 100%. team than last year's regular team, yeah. regular season. And I, I hate that that is being overlooked and things, you know, things like today's second half are being magnified so much and there's so much heat being put on – Jeff Walls for not having the right pieces or the right players and I I think that's silly (laughs) but that being said I understand there are probably a lot of new fans in the last few years who just maybe don't necessarily know the history no we do love I'm not I'm not gatekeeping this team by any means that's not what Chrissy does (laughs) that's not what we do no we want more people this is why we do what we do here we want more people to come out and watch we're not old school American soccer fans okay we we want want Justin (laughs) to like women and like women's sports that's right Look, we appreciate we appreciate Justin Sofro coming, uh, doing the uh, the side cast and, and doing a live uh, cast on YouTube as well uh, with this post game show. He's doing an awesome job coordinating our video content at the station, and uh, we really appreciate him coming out. And again, we want to shout out Noble Funk absolutely uh, for doing this. We had all like, I think it was upwards of seventy people here for the game today. Uh, it was a lot of fun, just a lot of card fans hanging out and, and, and watching the the women's game together. Eating pizza, drinking beer. Really good pizza, you know. Really, really good, good beer. beer. Uh, really, uh, really good calzone. You know, uh, yeah. good beer cheese. Calzone was good. Good mm-hmm. cheesy bread. Uh, Nick, how was the soup? Fabulous. Oh, it was Super fabulous. Fabulous. I think you said he had minestrone. Now, Nick, we could get Nick on to highlight the whole menu because I'm pretty sure he tried a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. He ate, like, we all know Nick Nick is a, uh, he's basically a a trash compactor. He's a garbage disposal. And we love him for it. Garbage disposal. Does that work? Sure. Why not? Uh, No, he's a garbage disposal. Like, he was literally eating my leftover crust on my pizza. He's like, are you going to eat that? And he had, he had pizza in front of him. And he was like, oh, your crust. And then I bad. asked him a half-eaten piece yeah. of pizza. And he I'm going to have said, your crust before you decide you're going to eat it. Yeah, I said, Nick, jalapenos. <laughs> and he said, oh. I like jalapenos. <laughs> it's a good – no, like it's – Great, to great point, he's abs- Yeah, 100%. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous outside today. And they have some awesome outdoor areas and a putting green and everything she was talking about. Um, 
But to Corita's point, I'm never the one who's talking. Like we're no, he's not talking about us. No, you know, but like no. I'm never the one who's who's going to complain about. It's a quote-unquote lack of bigs because I know Olivia is one of the best defensive Listen, bigs I'm in the absolutely – Carito and I both are talking about people with Twitter fingers. That's that's what we're talking <laughs> it's about. It's all good. Um, it's, it's, we, there's a lot of people that have those. It's fine. It's no, no big deal. <laughs> uh, but, like, it is – when we talk about the lack of an alpha, it's just that there's positives and negatives to that. Sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it's, there's two sides to that conversation where it could be a really good thing because – we can get you from six or seven different spots on you know like on the roster, and you can't just shut down. Uh, it just makes the scout harder Kiki for Jefferson. other teams. Yeah, right. exactly. You can't just shut shut down uh, Kiki and Sydney. You know, right. you, you've got Nyla and Olivia down low, or, or Jada who can come off the bench and score twenty five out of nowhere. You know, like that, there's just there's too many people to shut down. But at the, on the other side, everyone's so deferential, and nobody's really the alpha. That when you really need a bucket. Who do you when go to? Right. When you're trying to, to, to plug up that, that leak, you know, when yep. you're trying to stop the bleeding, sometimes it helps a team. Absolutely. To have a go-to scorer who you know is just going to get to the bucket, like a Hannah Hidalgo. But you don't have to have that. It's not requisite to be a great team. And I think this team has the pieces and has some players with that mentality that were just on the cusp. And we're having a little bit of technical difficulties again over down and at Noble. Deep. And we got Dave back now. Go ahead. Are we back? Are we good? Yep, okay. we're good. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we we were. That's why we were fighting for the three seed today. Yep. In an extremely deep ACC with with multiple top four seeded teams like in the ACC, coming up in the NCAA tournament, because we are good enough to beat those teams. We're just so Jekyll and Hyde, like Coach. Wall said today where our effort is not consistent, where we're coming out and busting teams game in and game out. We're going toe-to-toe with these really good teams. We're doing it for a half. Mm-hmm. And then we're getting our ass handed to us in the second half. Or, or you know, we come out uh, and we don't match the intensity of, of a Virginia out of the gate, which is in, uh, inexcusable at the end of the year. A regular Virginia. Let's yeah, not, not you know, a, a Virginia Tech. It's regular Virginia. Regular Virginia. <laughs> and I think that's what's, what's frustrating people and why the reaction can be so strong from game to game, where I think the vast majority of women's basketball fans in Louisville are still going to be in Jeff We Trust. Sure, yeah. For the foreseeable future, and why wouldn't you be? With five straight elite, he hasn't all, given us a reason not to be. He took last year's team that struggled most of the season with their identity to the elite eight. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's until like, even when he even if they don't get to the elite eight this year, he still gets the benefit of the doubt, man. Yeah. Like he sees, he does the best with the roster he gets, and I think that and I was most of really, the time he does really well with that roster. I was really happy with the what he did in the transfer portal, and I'm still happy with it. I think these pieces have all shown how good they can be, but we're just – we don't put out a consistent 40 minutes. And I thought today – everybody knows how much I love Olivia Cochran. I think she's incredible. She is the, the heart and soul I wasn't sure if you were going to talk about it. We'll have to <laughs> because the, 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 the flip side of her intensity and the fact that she – she plays that in 11 at all times, is that sometimes she pl- she's overexcited on the offensive end, you know, and some, sometimes that looks like her mind, you know, being ahead of her body where she, she just she starts dribbling in her head before she gets the ball, or she's so tuned up that she has that wide-open layup today and just throws it off the backboard and misses it, like not even close, and that's just her. It's not because she's not – Incredibly talented because she is. She has every post move imaginable. She's good at controlling her body um, around the rim, but she just she gets overexcited and misses bunnies. Yeah, constantly, and it's been an issue lately. Like she'll go eight or nine games without it being an issue, and then all of a sudden she has a four or five game stretch where she's just she's too amped up. I feel like that's the issue with her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have Lawrence. Yes, sorry, Lawrence. Welcome into the U of O Women's Post Game Show, <laughs> Chrissy. Thank you for reminding me. Sorry about that, Lawrence. What's up, Dave? Lawrence? You there, buddy? Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. hey You're there. Hey, You're in. Hey. Well, that was. Ugly hey, Lawrence. What's up, man? You're in. Y'all heard me? Yes, sir, it was. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you, buddy. Keep going. You're good. You're in. 
Lawrence, can you hear us? Yeah, I heard y'all. I just want to say that was an ugly game. I don't know what happened to Kiki, uh, um, Sydney in that third quarter, like in the first half. Will will be in the breath going to the rim, trying to get the ball inside, letting the, um, Olivia and, um, Nala, um, clean, cleaning up on the offensive rebound. All of a sudden that third quarter come out, they, they start settling for three point shots and they get hit in the mouth for Notre Dame. They have no answer. Like, I understand it's not easy playing at Notre Dame, but you still got to um, go in there and fight no matter what. And you're talking about a team needing the alpha, alpha. I thought when the season, when where the game was going early in the season and Kiki was going to be that alpha, like she can go out there and get a bucket anytime she wants. Mm. But lately, she, she has not been aggressive enough in my eyes. I, I don't know what, what y'all seeing, like, I don't know why she stopped doing being being basically being Kiki, like getting that mid range jumper, going to the rim, getting to the foul line. Like yeah. when this team is aggressive and wrong fouls, getting to the foul line, then I feel like they're unstoppable. But right now, they're settling for too many um threes. You know, I I don't know what what Jeff got to do get get them out of that um settle for three point um mindset because. Y'all been, everybody been saying all year long that not a three point shooting team. They they better they um better when they um go inside and uh, see they big or um drive to the rim. I don't know why they why they stopped driving in the rim to the rim in the third quarter because basically Notre Dame had no answer for them in the first quarter when in the first half when they were doing that. But I guess Jeff Wall's gonna come back to Louisville, chop some more wood, try to sell it. And he'd be ready for a tournament on Thursday. <laughs> Thank you, Lawrence. Appreciate the call, Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, they they didn't only stop driving to the basket in the third quarter; they stopped doing everything in the third quarter. Yeah, you know, it, it, like I said, like they stopped they're, playing basketball in the third quarter. It didn't look like the basketball they were playing in the first half. No. You know, and they the ball was stagnant. You know, they weren't getting it in the paint. They weren't getting it. They weren't moving it crisply. I mean, look at the stats for the game. We had six assists as a team. Six. I, to 17 turnovers. Yeah. You know, and we only had, I think, six turnovers in the first half. Mm-hmm. We probably had six or seven in the third quarter. So it was six and 11. Yeah. And that's, I mean, <laughs> Notre Dame had 12 assists, 15 turnovers. and Like, not great, but. Yeah, you know, five, they have, five of our turnovers came in the third quarter. Yeah, five of the turnovers, five of the 17, t- 17 came in the third quarter, and it felt like they just came consecutively. Um, we shot 38% from the field. Notre Dame shot 50%. Uh, we were 3-14 from the three-point line. They were 4-11. for 11. I mean, it, not a huge difference there, but free throws, we were 11-14. They were 18-25. We had 17 turnovers. They had 15. We were out-rebounded 36-31. to 31. Offensive rebounds was pretty much a wash. They had eight. We had nine. They had eight blocks. The first three of the game were Sonia Citrone. I think five of them. Was it five total? Yeah, I think from her? she ended up. Uh, yeah, she ended up. No, she ended up with four blocks. Um, and Hannah Hidalgo had six steals today. So she had, oops, oops seventeen points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals, four blocks. Yeah. I mean, she had a nice all-around game, and she played all forty minutes. Her and, and Hannah Hidalgo both played the entire game. Um. And then they had 13 steals. We had seven. We had six assists. They had 12. I mean, six assists, that's an indicator all on its own. You know, you're not moving the ball. How many of those were in the first half? Let's see. We had two first half assists. Really? Only two? And four no, in the they, I'm sorry. They had two first half assists. We had uh, three first half okay, assists. Okay, so three and three. So, uh, but, I mean, six is just not enough. Still, yeah, yeah. So six, six is an indicator of how we were moving the ball. Um the indicator of, of, of a stagnant offense and really just not, not working for the shots. thought we were settling for lazy shots in the second half. Uh, and the worst part about it is we know that this team is better than this. We know that these players are better than this. I think Kiki That's- and Sydney have it in them to be those players, and they show, they've shown it constantly. But when you start settling for those, those shots and you don't play inside the flow of the offense, this is what it looks like. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's what makes it so frustrating is to see sparks and flashes of the talent this team has that we all know they have 
uh, from top to bottom on this roster. Every player on this roster is extremely talented, uh, whether they are an experienced player, a grad transfer, um, a freshman, a sophomore, it doesn't matter. Jeff Walls recruits talent, and it's frustrating when they come out in the second half today and leave all that talent in the locker room, and they just don't play competent basketball. Yeah. All right, UPS Jobs text line. Texture says complete ass kicking. One team coach made adjustments at half, one didn't. Yeah, well. Fair. Um, this is okay. So, uh, Texture says anytime an opposing team has thrown a zone at us this season, we seem to struggle offensively. Really hope we can get some type of zone offense working for postseason. Yeah, you know, we do struggle a bit against the zone. Uh, zone defense, our, our big struggle against it. We don't work. It's harder to work inside outside to get collapsed on. You know, driving the lane, we get it collapsed on, uh, and we're not a great shooting team. One of the best ways to kill a zone is to shoot over. You know, like to mm-hmm. shoot to shoot uh, shoot threes and loosen it up. You know, and and, and we don't do that consistently. Um, and quite frankly, like it's, I, I just I laughed because the first the first text from this number is from January thirtieth, twenty twenty two, and it says. Why no Kono tonight? Aww. It's a Narika. It's a Narika text. So it got me in my feels. You know, I miss Narika. Aww. Uh, text says, "Do we think one of the two NBA guys' daughters is going to be the alpha next season?" Not looking ahead, just wondering. Look, um, Arenas and and uh, <laughs> and Randolph are both incredible players. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like next year without. Like they both have the ability to. We'll play try. and affect the game right away. But we have a roster full of players who have sure. the ability to to have a meaningful impact right away and be an alpha. Uh, but we don't have that this year, so it's it's hard to say. It's hard I don't to know say. what the, I don't know what they're they're going to look like. But look, Randolph is a, is a five star. Um, I expect her to have an immediate impact. There are it's a five player class, and I think two or three of them could make an impact next year, um, minimum. Uh, but we have to see who who sticks around. I think Nyla is developing into an all-conference player. Um, if she rounds out her repertoire, I think that she she could be a you know a 16 and 10 type player next year, 17 and 10 all all-conference first team type player. So um, primary scores, people like that. Like I don't think it's requisite, but if you talking about having dogs, they don't necessarily have to be the the alpha, but this is the this is that flip side of being balanced. Yeah. Is what we're talking about. It's just if you're balanced, you still have to have somebody that gets up and can get that bucket for you and can take control of the game and can stop the bleeding when we, the opponents are on these runs. And that's really what's been killing us uh, in these losses. Texture says, "I still think the Cards are a better team than Notre Dame, but their defensive maturity is far too often severely lacking." That's fair, yeah. honestly. Like I. Like a lot of people are going, we had a, a you know, a, a a loyal listener and tweeter who tweeted at me earlier. They look like two levels of teams on the court tonight, and I, I don't disagree that the second half, if you just turned on that game in the second, half, you're like, look, Notre Dame is outclassing Louisville, right? And they said this is just, this isn't the same level of basketball. But the truth is, we've seen them play at a high level this year. Uh, that first half was high-level basketball. The Florida State game was high-level basketball. Florida State's a very good team. They're going to be a, a, probably a seven seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the first Notre Dame game was a really good was a good win. The first Duke game was a different style of win. Like it, or the, the, the Duke game, not the first Duke game. Like there's a, we've had a lot of good wins this year. Um, I still think this team is talented enough, if they show up defensively, to beat almost any team. In the country, there's a handful of teams that would be a tall order against, but most teams in the country we can beat, and on a really good night we can beat almost everybody. Almost, almost everybody. I'm not. I know. won't throw the names out there, but no, almost everybody. South Carolina scurry, but they're they're gonna have to beat themselves a little bit, whoever they play. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so it looks like they have released the times for okay. these games. So it looks like they have the Louisville game scheduled, game four scheduled at 11 a.m. for Thursday, March 2nd. Um, and it looks like if they win that game, they're going to play at 11 a.m. on Friday as well. So we'll have back-to-back 11 a.m. games. 
Put that PTO in now, guys. Mm, that's uh, that's tough. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what happens when you got to play. Well, sure. Yeah. We we get the 11 a.m. game because we're the five seed Absolutely. on uh they on played Thursday. their way into those yeah. 11 a.m. But we would get it because they give the the higher seeded yeah. teams like the low, the earlier games, so we don't we have a little bit more rest. Um, but yeah, that's uh. That's interesting. It's good to know. I don't know if we're going to be able to throw together a watch party for either of those. Probably not. Uh, probably looking at, at NCAAs for the for the next opportunity. We might have to do that. But Unless here's they the make thing. it to game eight. Here's the thing. game 12. Sorry. Because uh, that's a noon on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the semifinals and the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. We have what this ACC tournament is, is a, just a – series of opportunities for this team. I mean, you have nothing but opportunities to to improve your seeding. Um, starting with the quarterfinals, you're going to be uh, playing great teams every round. You have a chance to go Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, NC State. And if you can knock off those three teams, if you knock off those three teams, you will be a four seed. I will almost guarantee it. You've got you to play consistent still... defense through all three of those games. You, yeah, I mean... Yeah, there's nothing. There's nobody there that there's, we can beat on a neutral court without playing. There's no good room for error in any of those three games. You have, and I think we may have just lost in first second again. So we'll just Spencer, say, hey, we got him back now. Here, there you are. Okay, <laughs> every single time it's like two seconds, <laughs> yeah. man. Like it, it's funny. I say I hear you start talking, and uh, yeah, Chrissy, go ahead and go. Yeah, let's go, go over those, these. Uh, Adam Sydney stats. Taylor was our only double digit scorer today. She went for 11 points. She also had four rebounds, two assists, and one steal. Nyla Harris had eight points today with five rebounds, two assists, and one seal. Kiki Jefferson, nine points, six rebounds, a block, and a couple of steals. Nina Ricard, seven points, four rebounds. Olivia Cochran, seven points, six rebounds, one block, and a couple of steals. Uh, And then let's see. Aleph had three rebounds today. Marissa Russell had nine points, two rebounds, and one steal. And Jada Curry had seven points with one assist. Um, And I think what this really tells me, aside from them just not playing good offense in the second half, goes back to how balanced this team is when it comes to shooting because they were all on the cusp of double-digit scoring today. But, again, you're not looking at one or two players that may be in double digits. You're looking at everybody that hit the court today outside of Henny and Alexia being on the cusp of having double digits. I, just, I don't even know who to give player of the game to, really. Because that second half was so – it was so bad. Everybody got lost in the shuffle where yeah. it was like nobody's really standing out at this point. No. You know, and, and, it and, wouldn't be the first game where we didn't give an award out. Yeah. There was a, we didn't give and out a defensive player of the game award uh, against Virginia Tech. Yeah, and <laughs> I feel like today is very similar. It's hard to choose. Yeah, I liked some. I really liked what Marissa did in the first half, and I thought that she might be in the, the pole position. Mm-hmm. You Nyla know, for, had a couple of really big plays today. She did, um, and I was like, oh, man, it's gonna be the Marissa Russell game. And then, yeah. <laughs> second half, nobody had a good. So we'll give uh, Marissa Russell player the first half. Sure. Uh, <laughs> We're going to break it down like that. <laughs> Nobody gets player of the second half. <laughs> Nobody gets player of the second half. <laughs> um, player of the second half is the friends we made along the way. Uh, and uh, you know, <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. Um, player of the second half is Nick Valvano for trying the entire Noble Funk menu. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, we will um, – let me just make sure that there's nobody on hold before we move on. Uh, Chrissy, any final thoughts? No, they've got to they've got to play more consistent basketball, more consistent defense. That's it, and that it's really as simple as that. That's it. These ACC games, because uh, when we start diagnosing things, every time I start diagnosing, well, we're not doing this, we're not doing this, we're not doing yeah. this. I said, yeah, but we did it in the first half. We're not doing all this, yeah, but we did it against Florida State. You know, so the real, like we can talk about, like the the specific issues that we see, mm-hmm. and there's plenty, and we went over all of them in the post game. But the truth is. We've seen them do all of that. Yeah. We've seen them do everything they need to do. We've seen them check every box. They just don't do it every game, and they don't do it for 40 minutes. And that is what's going to get you beat early in March. Yep. So we need to, like, this is get right week. This is the last week you have to get right before the NCAA tournament. You need to dispose of whatever team you play in the first round. You need to come correct against Notre Dame. 
And then when you get in the semifinals, if you want to even have an outside chance, if you want to hit that inside straight and maybe possibly host games in Louisville, there's still an outside chance if you can win the ACC championship. But even if you don't win those three games, you need to play whomever you play Yeah, it's well and tight because you don't have another chance to – like, this is it. This, these are the last get-right yeah. games. That's this it. whole situation just feels like that meme where the guy's got the fishing pole from the commercial, and he's like, you almost <laughs> had it. You almost <laughs> had it. God, like, I'll be quicker than Yeah, that. hosting NCAA it's games. It's Geico, it's it? like, Yeah. <laughs> Got to be quicker than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to play better defense than that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think we've – I think we've, we've exhumed we've the body. We've broken it down as much as we can. Done yeah. the autopsy. Yeah. It's about all we can say, Chrissy. Yep. All right. Well, thanks again to uh, to the people here at Noble Funk. We've uh, we've had a great time with these watch parties this year. Yeah. And Hopefully. thanks to Keith Wynn, Matt McGavick, uh, Coach Lieberman was here today. Yeah. We had quite a crowd here today. Thanks Andrew to Bush, everybody who uh, out. Ken came out. Uh, yeah, Ken was here. With his family, uh, even though his daughter wore green. Uh, we'll, My siblings we'll were him. here. It's awesome, who, man. Do not cheer for Louisville, but wore Louisville attire today. There you go. Um, so shout out to them. Good people. Anyway, so we'll have we'll have Noble Funk hopefully uh, on tap again during the NCAA tournament. <laughs> um, you like that? Nice. You like that? That was nice. Thanks again to, to Nikki V for hanging out with us. Uh, just for for doing all the video work, uh, giving up his Sunday, and our guy Spencer Brown back at the studio. I'm Dave Skull. That's Christy Banta. Good guys lose. 74.58. Until next time, go cards. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is... With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.